0: We talked about this, interesting, we talked about this last show, the Hall of Fame. You know, we had this conversation a couple of times. I used the wrong words, I said bitter, but really I felt like you feel some type of way. Pro Football Hall of Fame makes an announcement, the 25 semifinalists for the class of 2021. Your
1: name's on that. What you want me to say, bro? I'm good. I've always been good, man. Come on, bro. Hey, we get
0: some I like it. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused, we had to fight to get a pills. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike the skills fat. it riding for the fam, you gotta light like them wheels straight up. But in the past bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Free game, OG, you feel better now?
1: How's it feel? I mean, with the second year, I've been a semi-finalist for two years. I mean, I can't downplay it. It's a good feeling, right? Uh, This is where I want to be. I feel good more so by being the only running back this year, you know, in a semi-finalist conversation. I need to get in in the finalist conversation, so I need to go through this door to the next door to get in the room where the finalists are, the top 15. That way, they do a deeper dive, on what your career numbers really were, and then the guys started pay, uh, yeah. uh, paying attention your local media selector, you know they get an opportunity to uh, state their case Be and presenter. at that particular point, uh my guy who's presenting me, you know I pray and I hope that uh, he has some stuff that you know maybe I hadn't talked about through the media so <clears throat> it is what it is at this point man sure. I can't downplay it. I'm excited about it, you know yeah. what I'm saying. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honor and a privilege, but I think I, you know, I should have been in the conversation for a while. Why is this so important to you though, Fred? I know it's the Hall of Fame, but why, why is this, why do you feel like this completes you? It doesn't complete me. You know, what completed me was, and I've said it on this show numerous times, the competing, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing like competing. Every day I compete for my, my kids' love, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I compete for um, just everybody to see who I am naturally, you know what I'm saying, on the surface, what Fred, who Fred really is. Um, this doesn't define me, but when I look at where they're trying to place me, you know, everybody who decides my fate, my numbers should decide my fate. You know, looking at guys that are already in the NFL Hall of Fame, putting my numbers up against those guys and what they've done, Versus what I've done, it should be an easy conversation. So I, I guess from that standpoint, um, that's why it's important to me, you know. So they they don't miss out on what I've done in my career, you know. In the midst of having played in a small market, I didn't get all of the Pro Bowl nods. I think that Pro Bowl is just a dog and pony show. It don't mean nothing to me, right? But uh, I think my numbers speak for itself. This isn't the end of the world for me. It doesn't dictate who I am as a person, you had, but I just think I belong in that conversation.
0: Fred, you had more rushing yards than O.J. Simpson, more rushing TDs than Thurman Thomas was a dog, and your yards per rush, four point six, was more than Sweetness Walter Payton. I mean, we a lot of times we get on the show, and we I mean, we had this discussion a couple times, and I love having the conversation because I you know you get. You get really, you know, hyped about it. But now when you look into the numbers, you do the research. Right. I mean, your numbers are right there with the best of the best, bro.
2: But to me, Hall of Famers are, they are the players of that generation. I mean, all of y'all were great players of your era. You know, but we're talking about a a decade
1: span. Name the top running backs of my generation. I came in in 98. From 98 till now, that's, what, 22 years. Name the top guys. I'm I'm going to take out
0: Bettis. Was he? Well, you.
1: Bettis, you we can't. We cross boards. So I'm I'm, I'm going to take out for you the guys that are already in there: Jerome Bettis, Edrian James. Yeah. I mean. Then Terrell Davis. You take those three guys out. Uh. Well, no. Ladainian Tomlinson. Yeah. That, right.
2: That's a good one too. Yeah.
1: Then let's talk about everybody else. You know, I can put my numbers up against everybody else's number, but when you take the deep dive that I was talking about. Let's talk about the division that I was in. I had to face Ray Lewis twice a year for five years, right? I had to face the Pittsburgh Steelers twice a year for five years. Tennessee Titans, they were a team that went to the Super Bowl in 99 my second year. I faced them twice a year, and that's the old AFC Central. Um, a few other things, a few other notables, but when I, when I back out all of the running backs that, pay, that played in the last, 20, the last two decades, when you put my numbers up versus their numbers, or versus the guy that I, the guys that I played against, the Derek Brooks of the world, the Warren Saps of the world. These are guys that are Pro Bowlers. The the Ed Reed's, you All know, of the world. The the Troy Malus Pittsburgh. Back it out and look at what I did versus these guys, their teams. My numbers speak for themselves. I didn't just average sixty yards a game versus these teams. I had my one fifties, my two hundred yarders. You know what I'm saying? So, I I think that. When the selectors dig deep and look heard? at it,
0: do you feel heard?
1: Do I feel heard? Do you
0: feel heard? You got to go on a camp. <laughs> you
2: got to go on a media campaign. That's that's part of this. It's but but of, you know look, what's, look. what's crazy is the let first time I this. heard
0: this conversation around Fred T in the Hall of Fame was on his social media. But, why but does let, he and you're you're in the media? Why does Fred got to go on his own campaign?
1: I shouldn't have to, but that, if you're not first ballot, and this is what you'll learn when you come up. Yeah, and, and I text you this. Megatron is on the list this year, and I'm not downplaying Megatron. He was a dog, right? But when you look at numbers, your number better than his numbers. Now, I don't know if you're going to get a few points because, because you play longer, but your numbers are what they are, right? So if you're not first ballot, it's a campaign situation. Terrell Davis, his career is short. He had to go out and campaign. Uh, campaign. He's a part of the media. Some I've also heard that if you're a part of the media, look at oh, Jason yeah. Taylor. Jason Taylor was—he's was a good player. He's was a, he first ballot? No, JT, he was not. He was, first he was not first
2: ballot. <laughs> JT wasn't. If first Michael ballot. Strahan was not first ballot, JT was not first. JT ballot. wasn't yeah. first ballot, but JT and, but, was a good player, and you covered the Dolphins. I'm always uncomfortable with Hall of Fame, primarily because of who is deciding, who is in that room making <laughs> That's that decision. His point. And, what and, I, what and, I tell and, you. You know, I've done a look into it, and a lot of them
1: are my peers, and some of them don't even cover the league anymore. When they say, all right, throw the criteria against the board, let's see what sticks. If you was a dog and you got former players that you went at it with, you know, on occasions to, to vouch for that, if these former players were Hall of Fame guys, if they say you was a dog, I think that should should be some points. That shouldn't decide everything. But that's what he he says. Every
0: time we talk about the Hall of Fame, he's like, who's voting? The people who are voting now, and
2: they're working to change that, but a lot of people who are voting now do not reflect this generation of athletes and do not know, not even this generation, your generation. They couldn't even understand this generation because I can't even understand this generation. All all I know (laughs) is
1: if the modern era that they talk about started in 1970 we can back out 10 notable guys that my numbers are better than. The reason
2: I think, like Calvin Johnson right now, he was the receiver of a generation. Correct. He had a short lifespan in the NFL because he didn't, he wanted to smoke weed and
1: didn't no, want to. No, 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 I think he, he did unbelievable shit. That so is he the first people ballot? that are reporting yeah. has never seen. Yeah, he was Megatron. Yeah, they yeah. named him Megatron, bro. And then, and then so he is he man.
0: is he first ballot?
2: I think because he quit, they'll punish him. I, me, that's my personal opinion. You throw him in the
1: category on that list. Yeah, and, and previous list, Terrell Davis, because he had a shortened career, but he was a dog. But we but just t- get, we, get, we didn't get a chance to see it. He had Tony Baselli has alignment. Tony Baselli was a beast. He blocked for me. But the shortened careers, they've been punished.
0: That's correct. Right, so now you're talking about punishing. I, I just find it interesting. Our resident reporter, Omar Kelly, been on the beat for 14 years. I always find the dynamic between player and media intriguing. What's your perspective? How like what's your perspective on that relationship with the player?
2: Well, to me, it's about developing relationships as as in everything. And you have to develop a chemistry and a trust. I've had relationships with players over the years that, as you said, started.
0: I didn't even know. We you started not know? No, I didn't know we started oh with the beat. Oh, how you, know, <laughs> I, I oh, I you even, are one of the toughest on the beat. Like, you have a bad game. Oh, covering you. Oh, he's tr no. <laughs> that ain't one game. You you get you do your work. I, I admit that. He's gonna look at three, four games in a row. And if you stinking up, he's gonna be like, yo, this dude trash. But then you got to see him the next day in the locker room. A lot of people don't understand that. So when they see players wilding out or flipping out in front of the camera and the presser or or they're dodging questions, they don't understand that dynamic that you got a job to do. That's right. Right. You got to cut and you got to call it how it is. I look, I look
2: at my job as I grew up watching, following South Florida sports. So clearly I love the Miami Dolphins, not because I cover the Miami Dolphins. I can't. Be a fanboy and a cheerleader, yeah. I have to hold them accountable to the fans that were like me who got questions and answers, and oh, why Brandon Marshall, you know, why Brandon Marshall doesn't have as many touchdowns? Because that was their criticism was of you <laughs> yeah. in, in, in the first season. Oh, he dropped all these touchdowns. Yeah. And I'm like, if you had an accurate quarterback who could throw the ball, maybe he would catch yeah. more touchdowns. But anyway, when they traded for you, I felt like mm, it violated one of Parcells' rules. Don't give up big money and drive picks. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he violated a rule because he wanted you and felt like you were a good piece for him. And I believe you were a good piece so, for them. So
1: you saying he wasn't
2: a good piece?
1: No. Or he wasn't worthy of what they were offering? No, he, were he, was wor-
2: he, was wor- he was worth what he was being paid. He was worth and he was, he took pressure off people who couldn't handle the pressure. And then the pressure got put on his shoulders and Brandon, you know he he, he he probably couldn't handle that pressure a little bit,
1: just a little bit. <laughs> so, so how how the beef kick off though?
0: No, it, it wasn't that's, that. That's it was, what I'm,
1: I'm gonna instigate this. Shit. How the beef? Kick <laughs> off. That's what I want to know. I
0: mean, because you know when you're young as a player, you take things personal. Yeah. So you know that first career, I, I come from the first four the first four years of my career, I, it wasn't a good situation. We were running a wildcat. We had Ricky Williams, Ronnie Brown and I wasn't getting targeted, and there was a lot of talk. Big big wide receiver just come and just got paid, so obviously I'm the center of attention a lot of times. So you, Omar, you know, he would literally say, like, yeah, we paying this dude X amount of dollars a year, right. and he ain't doing nothing. Right. So just him doing his job, you know, I took it personal. He's doing his job. It's business for him. It's personal for me. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about, like, my game. You talk you're talking about my livelihood. This ain't business. This right. is personal. So I had to learn that and mature and, and start realizing that was all the game. And that's how me and O started. And then what's crazy is, and we we'll, can we can talk about this later, when I was at McLean Hospital for three months in an outpatient program, he was right beside me. And he was covering the whole thing. But that's a whole nother story. So it's 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 it's, it's interesting how our relationship went from for me more like adversarial to a dude that covered me at my lowest point in my life. See,
1: and and I'm glad you said that, which is a good segue into what I think the young guys need to hear. You know, I, I found out later in my career that, um, you know, life is all about relationships. You know, I think the younger players need to understand the NFL is a business. You know, everybody that's covering the NFL has a job to do. You as a player, you have a job to do. The coaches have a job to do. The training staff, they all have a job to do. But a young guy, not myself, because I, I, wasn't, I was never prima donna, right? And I, I didn't feel I needed all that extra attention. But you have a lot of guys that do. And they feel like, man, I made it to the NFL. This is what you're supposed to do for me. You're supposed to service me. I don't give a f- what you say. You service me. You're beneath me. As a reporter, I make millions of dollars. You can't tell me shit, right? And I can't criticize your other. game either. Right, you can't criticize me because yeah. I'm that guy. But young guys yeah. need to understand, these people got a job to do. Yeah, the man. reason the NFL is yeah. as lucrative as it is, you look at the TV deals, right? You look at the media. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what pushes the sport forward. 100%. This is what allows the but fans that's the to game. form opinions. That's the game. But, but, but they don't you, know that. We don't know
0: the game. You, you didn't care about that. But it's that. not, it, and that's in any any industry. So whether it's sports, it's entertainment, it's media, uh, it's business. There's a game. There's, there's. You have to be diplomatic in how you approach things. For me, it was all personal. It right. wasn't business. It took me falling down over and over again to finally realize how massive. This business is. Right. You know, I think about just my time in Denver. Real quick story. I felt like I outplayed my I outplayed my contract. Josh McDaniels came in, first year head coach. He's like, everybody has to prove it to me. I walk into his office sitting down I'm like, look, I ain't taking the field until I get paid. That was my whole approach. Anyways, I'm going through this back and forth with the organization and... When we talk about the game, I remember my 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 agent, Kennard McGuire. He flew up to Denver, and he sat me down and he said, "Brandon, shut your mouth." He said, "You don't got your fu money yet." <laughs> that's what he said to me. Ooh. he said, "Brandon, shut your mouth," and I said, "You don't have your fu money yet." That's what he said, and the way he said, it, I was like, "Dang, like this is a real game." And to your point, Fred. The younger players, you really have to understand how massive of an opportunity you have and how right. big of a business it is. This is deep. It's, it, it's, it's lightweight mafia. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. And the, here's the thing
2: that I, that I always struggle with with players, because I've seen different generations of players. Now, I've covered the league for 14 years. When players come in, they don't know what they don't know. They don't know that this is a business. It ain't team. It ain't, oh, we're going to do this for the team, all 53. No, there's there's no teams. There's 53 individual little businesses. Yeah. And you got to look out for your business. I love that. And you got to market yourself. That's why I respect Chad. Chad's career is probably one of the careers that I respect the most. Because you know why? Chad marketed Chad. Chad did Chad. Chad promoted Chad. Chad entertained people. Chad, Chad, you know, Chad needs to be in the Hall of Fame from a He he revolutionized how to market yourself as a player to the masses and entertain people, which is what the game is about. Let
1: Channing hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Channan going to say Ocho was a distraction. He was a distraction. He was a distraction. I say he's a trendsetter. Look at what's going on today. I I would love playing
2: with him, but he was a distraction. 100%. (laughs) No. What he did was he took the attention off everything else that they could talk about—the struggles, Cincinnati struggles, stopping the run,
0: the Cincinnati struggles covering covering this receiver. Let, all right, so all right, so let me ask you this
3: question: Do you feel like you made that market? No, the market was there before, in general. But I made the the market a little bigger than what what it was, as just far as bringing attention to it, bringing eyes and the spotlight to Cincinnati in general. Obviously, we we had. One winning season, two thousand five. Yeah, at that, but the eyes were still on Cincinnati, regardless. Because, what's going to happen next? What's going to go on next? So you what's made the market. This? It's okay. It's okay to say you made the market. I don't I want to say I made want the, market? So the market. The, the market was a market before I got there. I'm yeah, but, but it was a no market. market. It was huh? It was a small market, and Did I you? just I made the most of it. Hey hey, on some
1: real. Sh- I wish I had that in me, that he had in him. I would have brought that to Jacksonville. I needed to bring that that to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was in me. I just never tapped into Let it. it. I just never done that. I wish I would have, because that's just tr- that's strategic. But that's no, it wouldn't have
0: felt because that's not true though. It's not I, I don't know if that's you. That's
2: that's, not that's true. no, no,
1: no, it's, it's it's not me. But for purposes of saying, and it's it's hard to fake. Shit. I mean, I ain't I, I ain't never been that tight. But you know what I'm saying? Like,
4: I try. I, <laughs> I, used, to I used to try. Hard,
1: bro. But I'm saying, we talk about the, the the Hall of Fame now. Who knows what the f- would happen?
0: Yeah. Oh, what we got, Chef?
5: Lobster and crab bisque in a bread bowl.
0: And you got the
5: lump the, crab the, the lump, lump crab. crab. Ooh. And then the top of the bread is garlic bread. You can kind of like dip it if you want. Mm-mm-mm.
3: Chef.
5: <laughs> yes. You sir. on Twitter too? No.
3: You might want to make you one. You shot.
5: <laughs> You shy. You ain't on Twitter. I need to make a Twitter?
3: Yeah. I think you shy.
5: I'm very shy. And this is different for me.
0: Yeah. And now there's thousands of people, you know, watching our show, following you, watching you. What would you say, like, is that one thing you do to overcome that shyness? Because... You know, things taking off for you
3: now.
5: Well, normally I'm used to being behind the scenes. And now that I'm in front of the camera and I'm reading all the comments and and how I'm inspiring people. So that kind of like gets me going and helps me to become a little bit more comfortable in front of the camera. Yeah, (laughs) I'm working on it, though.
0: People hearing your story, even those little sound bites you give us once a show inspires them. Absolutely. And when you seeing that inspires you to keep
2: going.
5: Yes, yes, it helps me a lot to see how many people I inspire and touch. Are you enjoying it, O? Woo!
2: It's good. It's actually the best bisque I've, I have oh, yeah. ever had. And I, I'm a real bisque snob. If it's too creamy, I'll be like, no, take it back. <laughs> no, take it back. In terms of relationships, in the chef game, how important are those to developing referrals and 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 getting more work
5: for me a private chef what i do is basically what i did at home your integrity your um you need to just be professional and basically see and don't see (laughs) you know what i mean and just i mean with brandon i kind of automatically became family (laughs)
0: yeah thanks chef this is amazing your outfit is dope
5: thank you
3: oh those (laughs) are chanel boots oh yeah Since we're on the topic of relationships, went, never mind. (laughs) You stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You stupid. (laughs) Thanks, Chef. You're crazy. You y'all, because I ain't been able to talk yet. Why not? You know, Hall of Fame again. Yeah, yeah. You know how I feel. The relationships, I was cool with everybody because I didn't give a fuck what they said about me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I didn't care. Well, that's interesting that you said that. I'm actually listening to a series of uh, speeches. It's called how to become a no limit person. Uh-huh. And one of like the core principles in there is like. Others opinions that shouldn't matter. Right. Like you really live that way. Because you did. Because basically what it says is it's, it's all about like controlling your emotions and how to not take things personal. It starts off from a psychology standpoint, but it really just talks about so much that we all can use in every aspect of our life. So for you, that comes natural. You had to work on just not caring what people think because we live in this age now. Everything matters, social media. I'm posting this for somebody else.
3: This era is so sensitive. It is. Everything, uh. everything. And I think my, it is what it is. My I don't give a gratitude, f- attitude and not caring how other people feel about me has something to do with my upbringing, my surroundings, the environment I grew up in. And for some reason, everyone that comes from my era... Or area, in, for, for that, that matter, really doesn't give a f- about what other people think. Because where you from and
2: what you came exactly. through, and, I, I know.
3: Yeah, so and, and be, exactly. And I You're think, not supposed to be here. Right.
2: So why, would you, why would you care what right. anybody thinks about what you do now
3: that you're here? I, mean, I think over the years, dealing with mom, grandma, and it built up a certain callus, in a sense. Especially for those who don't know my mom, if you've ever seen us interact, just in general, you'd understand why I am the way I am. What do you mean? I, I don't, I never seen you guys. So, how no, do y'all interact? It's mean, always been a tough love time kind of thing like, really tough. Really tough. tough on you, yeah. The way just, just the interaction is not like your typical mother son, the way things should be carried out. Yeah, and I think because of that interaction over the years, to where I became numb to the way she was, it made it so much easier to the outside. Who the f- are you? You know what they got to deal with at home. Yeah. But you know, that's not
0: that's not that's not natural for a lot of people. You know, I I would say 90 I would say I would go this far. Ninety seven percent. Ninety seven percent of the people walking this earth care about what other people think. They're obsessed with it. And it's
3: particularly
4: this generation. How did it affect you?
3: How did it affect you in general? Think about it.
2: Think about this generation. Y'all are not part of this generation. Y'all are part of the, the YouTube era of. You putting up your highlights and, <laughs> and people, you know, and, and people gravitating and making offers to you or trying to holler at girls off Instagram or Twitter or, you know, or, or Snapchat. And it's all look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. You know what somebody taught me about oh, wide oh, receiver awful. position? Because I always didn't understand the dynamics of a mindset. I relate to wide receivers better than I do any other position. Yeah. I, <laughs> and, and, and I never understood why it was. And then my mentor explained to me, "It's like, a wide receiver, they're on the field, and the only time they get a ball is if they go like this. If, if they go, if they, like, look at me. Hey, I'm yeah. open. Look at me. What's up? Throw me the ball. Because the quarterback touches the ball all the time. The running back gets the ball 20 times a game. You got to get people's attention. So that mentality carries over into your everyday existence. It,
0: it didn't for him. It definitely did for me. You feel like. I got the Have, ball. Do you feel like, No, you know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about overall, do you care about people's opinion? Like, I mean, it could be something as simple as, oh, what I wear, what, how are people going to relate to this, feel, you know, anything. If I post this, am I saying the wrong thing? Uh, that made me look bad. Let me take that down. When, when do you I care younger, about others' opinions?
1: When I was younger, I did. And I realized that I set the tone. People are going to respond based on what I do, no matter what I do. So you have to look at it from, you have to take a step back and realize that the way I handle life, and it's crazy, you know how you can watch a movie, right? And uh, you can watch a movie, and you can say, oh, this, this. why the f*** they not running? Here comes Jason, why are they not running? Like, uh, what's going on? Why, they always, why are they always tripping? Right. So now, in life, I tell people all the time, you have to present life as if, you know, you're watching a, a, a movie. You know what's going on. You've already seen it. Put it on the screen. Take a step back. That's how you gather your thoughts. You feel me? And then now you're going to jot down whatever you need to jot down and make your moves based on what you expect the ending to be. So, so you're so, saying you're
0: painting the picture for you. I'm writing my I, own. I, paint a,
1: I, I write my own. So I don't give a damn what nobody say. You feel me? So now I, I, I've seen, I can I can anticipate what they're going to say. But I don't care what they say so at the end of it. So what, I can do So what something. is that movie? No, so no, no, what is no. that? What do you see? I, I can do something and get a response yeah. because I'm playing chess. When you learn how to play chess and not checkers, then you feel like you're winning every step of the way because you've already made the move in your head. You feel me? So I don't, I don't, I don't really care what people say about me. Um, for me, I've learned to not take things so personal uh everything for me going forward is all business and i think um a lot of other people should think that way you have to respect the relationships respect the, per- the personal side of it but also understand that business is business and like belichick used to tell us in new england do business as business is being done more people need to understand that i don't understand that you don't understand <laughs> that all right Belichick would say, do business as business is being done. They've also been called, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, Spygate. Spygate. You're not, it ain't cheating until you get caught. (laughs) (laughs) Not like that, bro. But do business as business is being done. If the ref ain't seeing it, keep doing it. You get caught, now you the fool. You're a moron in his books. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's find a way to manipulate the rules. Okay. And that's uh-huh. life. you getting around taxes. Taxes, they got a guideline, but you're going Look to find a truck. way Look. to manipulate the I'm taxes. you pay $700? Do business. Everybody should do business as business is being done. Ain't nothing wrong with it. If you can skate the line, skate the line, bro. That's really what he's saying. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Come on,
3: dog. I'm done skating the line. You don't agree? What you mean? Just in general, I'm done skating the line. He living straight in the always literal. your mentality, though, right? Oh, I'm, I'm talking about in other areas of life, you know? Maybe not getting the fuck is why I had never found happiness in other areas. Yeah. Now I give a fuck. Not cheating anymore, you know? I can't do that no more. That's why I look like that. You feel <laughs> me? I got to stop doing something else or change in order to get what I want. Maybe I say the, do maybe, business. The, maybe the end result. I did
1: say do personal.
3: This is business. What you trying to get? Happiness. Dude, you, how are you not hold happy? How are you not happy, Chad? I was happy when I was playing. I'm just, I mean, I'm done now. I'm just reflecting on being married now, you know? Let me cross my legs. <laughs> <laughs> huh? So, so hold I'm on. trying to get what you have. Hmm? Because you're not married. What does, what does, what does Omar have? Happiness. Have you seen him and his wife? Like it just, just yeah. it just blossomed. Just, I want. They got a baby wanna, on the way. Yeah, I want to do felt that. The baby kick yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Bl- <laughs> just I want to. I want to have that. How long y'all been married? A year. That's it. Yeah. How long y'all been together? Five years. See, I want to be able to say that. How long you you and me you been married? Ten years. I'm eating my soup. <laughs> okay. I like soup too, but I want to be able to say that. You know, I should have been able to say that by now, but I haven't because of the way I do things. Because I was pr- skating when the line. line.
1: I'm listening to Ocho, man. Hey, run the show, bro. Listen, we running man. the show.
3: You call it skating the line? I'm Shaking done the line. skating the line. She the one? Yeah. <laughs> you listen, you My Wayne bullsh- boy, bro. Yeah, oh, I'm looking I'm at rings. Other, is 15 carats too much? Yeah, that's too much. 15 carats? It
0: is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro, you need to be at, like, I mean, for you, what they say is, they say,
3: what, 10%? 10% of what, though? Of your salary. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's like yeah. a boat. That, that Look. Wait, y'all a... got to understand, when we talk about oh, salary I'm now, like... I make my money different, right? So, I'm scamming, right? right. Listen, no, this is serious now. Like, if Trump could do it, I could do it. I have yeah. loopholes, I know people. Yeah. So, I get my money a different way, I'm not taxed, so... Like, 15 carats for you might be a lot, but the way the money is coming in, you know, I can tell y'all, we family, right? The people at home. You <laughs> tell me. Listen, I'm a mule for the cartel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm protected, and I can say this, so nobody's going to bother me. So the money I'm making now is a little different. I know you guys might laugh, but I'm dead serious. Uh, <laughs> bro, first of
0: all, I don't care how much money, like, yeah, I That's mean, much? if you making, making that type of money, you... you 15 is okay? carats. Is it okay? 15 carats way too much. You should it's be looking at... Why does she need 15 carats? No, nah, nah, 15 carats like this, bro. Right. No, nah, I, think, I, think, I think a good
3: old six. Six? That's a lot too. Six? Yeah, like maybe four. I'm oh, telling man. you. man, you have to understand this individual now is a representation of me. So I just felt that so was right. you might be mad at me right now, bro. But you got four, a four pieces good. But you had Cubic Zirconia. Anytime I purchase for a woman, it's always real. Okay. Ooh. Always in the past, and I know my exes are gonna see this. I know my exes see this—the purses, the jewelries, the watches. I know I'd like my back. <laughs> yeah, it was—it was always real. But for me, what how do, much you—how sp- much you spent on your ladies? It. What do I need it for? How much you spent on your ladies? Not much. You say you want everything back, what you think? How much you think you nah, spent? Not much, not, not much. much, because I was, I was still cheap. Now with this, like I'm six Chanel bags in and it's so early. You six in? Yeah. How long y'all been together? Because for every deal she does and closes, she gets a Chanel as a gift. Oh, wow. Right, that's good. No? I don't know. That's amazing, I, for her. Me, I mean, yeah. That's great. Congratulations, you know, motivation to keep going. I so, think. Hi- hi- hypothetical. If y'all broke up, would you be the Tom Brady
1: of a relationship? Meaning, would you take the bags back? Because he didn't shake Jared
3: Goff's hand. Right. No. Would no. you take the bags back no. and, and, and go your way? I think we have to understand how Brady feels. Just think about how he feels in his, his entirety, just in the season in general, and having to shake hands. He had a, a bad game. Not just a bad game. He didn't look anything like Tom. Can I say that? I love Tom. Tom, I know you're probably going to see this. I love you, but I got you. But didn't look anything like himself. Is it the offense maybe? Would it be in his first year in it? I'm not sure what it is. But then obviously losing the game, are you in the mood to really want to fake the shake? How long does it take y'all to turn
2: it off after the game? You lose, you have a bad game. How long does it take you to turn it off?
3: After I watch the film. I'm I'm good. Well, after, after I watch the game film on Monday. So that could be boom, two that could be a,
0: that's a, that
3: could be 24 hours almost. Yeah, basically it is. 24 hours. Yeah. And I have to calm down before I talk to the media cuz I'll say the wrong
0: so you did that intentionally, calm uh, them? Yeah, because I say the wrong, especially when we're losing. Oh, for me, for me, it took earlier on in my career. It could take three days, four days. What? Yeah, bro. Like Sunday game time, boom, and then it would take me three, four days if if we lose. It take, or if I had a bad game, anything went wrong, it could take me three, four, five days. Like I carried it. I'm, I I probably carried it longer. And then obviously, I talk a lot about mental health. Went to McLean Hospital, three, three months in an outpatient program. And when I left there, just sitting down trying to figure out how do I manage what comes with just living, just everyday stress. And after that, it was like right after the game, you know?
1: For me, it was right the after opponent. the game, and everybody knew it. It all, it all depended on who the opponent was. I handled losing differently, uh, some opponents. It'll carry over never past Tuesday, which is our day off because I know Wednesday is the day to recalibrate, start. you know what I'm saying, to get ready for the next opponent. So I couldn't have that in my head, but um depends on the opponent. I still carry my 1999 loss against the Titans. We lost to them three times <laughs> in a year. I carry that to this day. You feel me? So I'm still hot about that. But So one had to and, be the anybody
2: playoffs. else. One had to be in the playoffs, too.
1: We beat the Dolphins 62-7. to seven. I'm going to note that.
0: Oh, that's
2: uh, the, the next m- week, Marino final game.
1: To, yeah, yeah. Next week, about- we lost to the Titans, and that's still, I'm still sick about that.
0: So we talk, we talk about how long – your question, how long do it take for us to get over a loss? And then uh, I think everything – everybody's journey is different. Everybody's approach is different. Um, to me, I think, I think about the mental health of our players. I think about the mental health of um, the, our teammates. Last week, I saw the saddest thing in my life, almost, probably in my life, man.
2: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well.
0: I'm at Channing's house, and Channing and Asia, they're inside. I'm on Channing's golf cart, chasing the kids. Like they're on their bikes, and uh, I pass this big house, and we're talking about mansions. We're talking about 1.5, two million, up to six, seven million dollar homes in this neighborhood. Driving down the street, and I see this big dude come outside. No socks, no shirt. Got pants on, but you can see his, his his butt a little bit. Just off. And I was like, yo, what's up, bro? How you been? Hey, baby, hey, 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 black man. Hey, 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 black man, how you doing? He's a black, he's a, he's a brother. He walks in the house, he got two big old pieces of wood, dump them in the trash can, trash can falls over, he walks in the house, he don't even pick up the trash. I end up coming back around, knocked on the door. And I said, bro, I figured out who it was. Bro, it's me. It's Brandon Marshall. Like, you trained at my facility. Like, it's me. Man cracked open the door. He had his head peeked at. This is, he's 6'5", 350 pounds. Peeked through the door like, I'm sorry, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. He's in a home right now. There's no furniture. There's no family around. Totally gone. One of the saddest things I've ever seen. Almost like the Lonte West situation. Remember not NBA, the West? You see it a lot. You see it a lot.
2: I think, I think the hardest thing for athletes is when the game is taken away from you. And it's not the game. It's the locker room. It's the interaction with the teammates. It's the relationships that you build. It's the, the fact that you have a goal that you're striving towards each week. And then when you're done, you're done. Think about it. How successfully do you think a lot of people would be if they were forced to retire at 30 and have to restart their life and find something different and something new. I I don't, I don't think it's an easy transition for a lot of people. We
1: spoke about this uh, a a few episodes ago. And uh, what I said was uh, the, the people around you, your support, you know, your support system, some guys, they love that stage so, so, so much and people pillowcase them by saying how great they are, and that's what they, they they thrive off it, right? And then when it's done, when the lights, you know, when the curtain is closing and the lights are dim, then they have, it's dark. That's what it is, it's dark, and they have nowhere to go. It, how people, was your transition? People are lost. How
0: was your transition?
1: For me, I left Jacksonville, went to New England. Um, I wanted to start a starting job. I got injured both years I was in New England. I was, I was, I remember seeing myself behind the entire team saying, damn, the curtain's closing. It's not the same. I'm used to performing on a high level. I can't be out there half fast, and so I'm gonna shut it down. Lucky 13. I'm played 13 years and it's a wrap. I could have played more, but I said, nah, this is it. But and also in my head, I'm saying, all right, 87% of the guys are uh, are filing bankrupt. Divorce or Divorce. whatever. When, within three years after being done, I said I don't want to be one of those guys. So that competitive edge that I normally normally carry, that that what that's what kicked in. That became my 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 game day. You know, prepare myself for my post career because you know that intrigued me. I got excited about it. I had my moment. My first. I, I retired in two thousand eleven officially. Retired with Jacksonville, September second, two thousand eleven. Two thousand seventeen, I start having bouts of anxiety, start being overwhelmed, and I start looking around like they tell us we're supposed to have CTE, we're supposed to have anxiety. There's a pretty good chance we're going to be depressed, and when you're hearing all this stuff, it's hard to get it out your brain like anything else. And the brain is the 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 the, the ultimate, the strongest, you know, muscle. muscle. Yeah in your body, right? And it's hard to kind of get away from those things, so I'm like, nah, it ain't gonna be me. But still, I'm fighting anxiety. You know, the doctor wants to medicate me. I'm trying to figure out how do I get past this. I'm doing yoga, I'm doing, you know, whatever I need to do to get past this mentally, I got my friend, my my support system is still intact. But I'm trying to find a way out of this space, and uh, I can tell you.
0: Was it scary?
1: Of course. Because well, you don't know what's happening. But that's you're way explain that. What does that mean? Hard. A lot of people you're don't understand. You're breathing what that. fast, and you know you feel like damn, I'm gonna have an asthma attack. You know, am I gonna have a heart attack? Am I gonna die? You don't know what's going on, and um, you have to find ways to cope. You gotta get that help. The NFL has so so many resources they do. that we can all engage in. But I can t- you can, you can probably say it. Chad can probably say it. When we're playing, we're so prideful. You know what I'm saying? Like, we only look at things that we think is going to help us. Having having been a handicap, that's not one thing that we're looking at to help us go forward, right? So when they tell you we got all these resources, you feel like I'm not the guy that's going to need to make that call. Whether it's uh, an anonymous call or not, you feel like I don't need that. I got these people. I can handle this. But before it's too late or you know you find yourself in a situation where you need help and guys I think guys really should go get that help that yeah, they need yeah but
0: it but it but it's not just us i mean it's a it's a it's a man's mentality and it really affects all people so like yeah the nfl i just appreciate you telling that story cuz man there's so many people that deal with it some don't even know that they're having a panic attack they don't know they think they're dying like you said they think that you know, it's asthma. And then there's some people that know, but maybe too prideful or don't even have a resource to get help. Chad, I felt like you struggled
2: with oh, getting out of the game. It, yeah. You think so? Because when you when it ended for you with Miami, obviously, yeah, 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 but yeah. it was Ooh. it was hard. Yeah. And you were heartbroken. Yeah. And then you tried to keep playing. CFL. and Oh,
3: no. I went CFL route simply because I needed completion, whether it was at the NFL level or not. I would have went arena because I wanted to finish my way, but the same way I played the game. I did it my way. And if it was going to be CFL, I did that one year and I was set. I was good. So what happened with me was is we know what happened and I don't want to relive that obviously too much going on right now, but I got peace sitting in that cell. I was at peace because I already knew understanding how the game works and a mistake of that magnitude with this high profile. You ain't seeing the field again anyway. I understood that. and I knew that. So I was at peace. for even before it even let me out of there, I knew it was a wrap. Then it was like, OK, I need to finish the game of football, not NFL, the game of football. I need to go out my way, regardless of where it's at. CFL, the arena, hell, I would have played professional flag football if that's what it needed to be. I needed to feel complete, and that's why I did that. So
0: you felt like you covered oh, his last year, and you felt like he struggled, because we talking about guys struggling when they're no longer playing.
2: When his career ended abruptly, he was in a resurgent point where his feet looked great. He was dominant receiver out there on the field. There was nobody who could cover him. And then it was just gone. And I felt like he didn't have the ending that he wanted. And so he kept trying to latch on to different r- routes in the CFL. And there's no shame in going to the CFL. At I all. can understand what you you wanted
3: closure. At all. Yeah. You ain't have a moment, bro, where no you was never depressed. Oh God. I would sit here and tell you too, especially with the way things are now. You know, I'm very truthful. Now I don't give a f. I tell you, man, I'm fed up. But when I found that piece, sitting in that cell with a friend of mine who I still know to this day, he follow me on Twitter. We were sitting there together. And he was asking about football. Are you going to play again? I'm like, look, Carlos, man, that's a wrap. That's done. But what I am going to do when I get out, let some time die down, I'm going to continue playing football. I don't care where it's at, because I didn't, I'm not going out the way I felt I should have went out. And I don't care where it's at, as long as it's football-related.
0: So I played 13 years in the league. And, uh, In 2000 and I saw what my last year, 2018, 2014, I spent three months with Harvard doing a case study on the biggest influence, biggest entertainers, biggest athletes that used their platform and did something amazing with it. For me, it was all about mental health. That's my thing. Passion about mental health. And my goal was Anytime, well, one of the things I was like, I'm always going to say this from this point on, 2014. People walk up to me and they always ask us what? What you going to do when you done? And my answer was always, I'm already doing it. So House of Athlete launching the facility. I was doing that in 2012. Ocho was the first... He was one. He was part of the inspiration during the year of lockout 2011. I look up one day. I got T.O. Ocho Cinco, Chris Johnson, Darcy Johnson, uh, Mike Sims, Walker, all in a little space, one treadmill, one rack, working out during the year of lockout. <laughs> I said, I'm gonna open up a facility, launch a nonprofit, FitSpeed, launch a nonprofit. I say all that to say this. I was doing that for what six years, almost eight years, six six years. Last year. Seattle, cut. Saints pick me up. I'm sitting in New Orleans on the bench, last cup of tea for a month. After one practice on paper, I was like, oh, we're going to put you up. We're going to put you up. We're about to play you this week. They put me in the game plan. After a practice, knocked on a wide receiver room. We in there watching film. Hey, can I, Brandon, let me see you real quick. Me and him in the hallway. He looked at me, said, we're going to have to let you go. Just like this. Just like this. Hey, Got right to, hey, I want to let you know we got to let you go right now. We put in a, a claim on this kid that just hit the waiver wire. We didn't think we were going to get him. We're picking late. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to let you go. I'm going to try to bring you back next week. Somewhere I received from Washington, he, I don't even think he's in the league anymore. <laughs> yeah. But I say all that to say this. It's December. Mishi and the kids, they're still in Seattle. I was just cut by Seattle. Just picked up. i only been there for a month. Christmas time. Now they're flying in. I still had like a week until they came in town. I had all these plans in place. I've been doing this for so long. And I laid in bed for four days and I had an out of out of body experience. And I sat there in awe because I I was like, damn, this is the transition they're talking about. I'm like, it's over. And I'm laying in that bed for four days. I didn't get up to eat. I I think I may had a couple glasses of water and went to the bathroom. Laid in the bed, and it was just like, it's over. This is all I've been doing. I've been preparing, and I'm still kind of like just. And Mishi and the kids flew in town for Christmas, and that's why I got out of bed. I truly believe if Mishi and the kids wasn't flying in, I would have laid there for another, I
1: don't know, two weeks. I I think all athletes are going to have that. That 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 white light that come to Jesus like this I'm I'm in heaven like it's it's this is my moment it's, it's here now you know what I'm saying you have to put yourself in that position but I think all guys are gonna have that it, for some guys it's abrupt and they can't do anything about it but you had a illustrious career you you know what I'm saying you I still
0: wanted more
2: I wasn't obviously ready.
1: we all do yep That's all just three of y'all had of
2: three times the length of you a know regular NFL career Correct. we
1: talking about. Three and a half years, three, three years, the average lifespan, NFL player, right? If you get into the double-digit uh, number of years, what'd you do, 11? 13. 13, 13. 13. Lucky, lucky 13. So, I mean, four times the, 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 the number. I mean, so, obviously, being that, being that we were able to compete at high levels, you found yourself sitting in the back of practicing, damn. You know, I I, I want to go out there, but I don't want to go out there like I once was.
0: I never felt like that though.
1: I I, I always me, felt like for that. For
0: me, for me, for me, I, I just always I, felt like I, that. I had an ankle injury, surgery on my ankle injury but snapped But you can get throat. past
1: that. These are that was little things the problem things I couldn't talk about. Past that
0: like in my head it was once I get healthy, I couldn't move. I said once I get healthy, I'm going to be able to contribute and play was at a that That's the
1: that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, it was. was yes, that frustrating? Yes. Same for me. Yeah. I went to New England. I won a starting job both years, 09 and two thousand ten. The only thing that kept me down was the injuries. But what we have to look at is we ain't spring chickens. We're thirty-three.
5: Take you know, y'all 32, longer to, 33 take y'all longer to heal. Than...
1: It's a whole, you know, they you know talk, why y'all
3: were getting hurt? Because you weren't Eating right, I told you. <laughs>
1: Eating
3: he he McDonald's, he ain't,
0: he ain't right, it back.
3: I ain't had no injuries. You gonna run it back? You
0: had
4: no
3: injuries?
0: You had no injuries in 11 nah. years?
4: Mm-mm.
0: Nope. But you knocking the wood like you still
2: <laughs> playing this right. over.
3: I'm going back to kick next year. I'm gonna throw that out there next episode. But anyway, go ahead.
0: He's gonna, he gonna play cornerback too. I, uh, watch, he gonna play cornerback. You got some good questions. So I mean, it, it's well, well, one, I always appreciated you because you always kept it real, um, but I. Man, this 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 relationship and the dynamic between player and reporter uh, is just different. Uh, so while we have here, you know, I, I, what questions would you have for us? You know, as players done playing ball, because um, one of the things I always appreciate about having this opportunity to be on the show is listen to their perspective. You,
2: you still haven't retired like what 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 do you what like have you let it go <laughs> bro hold on <laughs> have have you have you have you said to yourself like you still waiting on the call is is that what you do wow so <laughs> you I, that's I'm, I'm ready for you to enter the next step of your life. Because I'm in I say, there. I, I'm, I'm in know there. You here, but I want you all the way in because you're going. You're going to be great at whatever you do. But I'm doing it though now. Oh. I know you are. But you still
0: wait for that call to Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not waiting for no call. <laughs> so you feel like because I haven't. I don't think I. I don't think I'm going. I, no, I know I'm not. I'm not going to um, say hey, I'm retired. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to have, hold a press conference. Not going to put on a suit. It's over. It's done. You know what I mean? Do like you feel like you have closure. No. But the most powerful place we can be is in the present moment. Like okay. I don't like what what I did in the past will you be okay? If doesn't you matter. never get closure. It, it doesn't no, it doesn't matter. Like I don't even it's really like I don't even associate what what I did in ball. You know what I'm saying? Cuz I cuz I'm so focused on the now and and, and it's People, I may lose some people right now, but I feel like the, the conversation we had earlier about not caring how people think about you. So I'm in this space right now where I'm trying to evolve and go to a whole nother level. So when I talk about now, if I continue to associate with Brandon Marshall, the football player, like I can talk about it, but like for that to hold me accountable and for me to still be there like, oh, I'm this big bad, wide receiver, I did X, Y. Like, that's not even... That's not who you are. It's done. That, that is,
1: it's almost like it's dead to me. Let, me. let me chime in really quick. What I try and tell all of the younger guys, for me, it's about identity. You play ball. You, you know, you, you accrued so many fans. You have a Brandon Marshall, the entity, the, the person. You have a fan base, and you have a great following. You got over 400,000 fans, people, following you on your Instagram. not saying all of them are fans. Your haters follow you too. I'm just saying. (laughs) You got people that look into Brandon Marshall and they want to know what's going on with you. What's your identity? When I track you, four years in Denver, two years in Miami, three years in Chicago, two two in with the Jets, one with the Giants, and one with Seattle. I always tell my young guys, find a team. If you play with multiple teams, find a team retire with that team. What comes along? The fan base. The fans appreciate that. I went back to Jacksonville because that's why I earned my dough, and that's why I created my legacy. I played 11 years in Jacksonville, two years in New England. If I had won a Super Bowl with New England, I wasn't going to retire a Patriot. That's a disservice to my people in Duval. You know what I'm saying? So I went back and retired a Jaguar. Now my legacy and my identity is Jacksonville, you know what I'm saying? D Wade, that that one that one stop in Chicago, that was a pit stop. He went back home, showed love. Cleveland, but 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 yeah. but he's a Miami Heat. That's his legacy. Your best numbers overall are in Denver, although you were you were um, All Pro in Chicago. People will identify with the wild child that was in Denver. You know, I mean, that's, that's what I identify with.
2: There's so many so
3: different I express, e- depress, e-
2: evolutions depress. of Brandon. It, it's the, a ton of them. The Denver.
3: I like the Dolphin Brandon Marshall with the white strips on the back of the arm. And I tried to do it in the game. No tape, <laughs> just gloves, <laughs> stiff arm. It doesn't mean he can't go the alumni It doesn't mean. It
4: doesn't mean remember, <laughs> remember those things you used to wear?
3: Identify. I tried to do that sh- Yeah. For now, no I'll, reason. Yeah. I didn't know what you were doing it for, but I just put it on. It was for my tattoos to protect my tattoos. Oh, for real?
1: Let me yeah. throw a hypothetical at you. If you had to retire and choose a team that would identify you as, it, it, it would be out and it would precede you as who you were as an NFL player, who would that team be? Denver. I, I think that if you, two more years in Chicago, you potentially or possibly could have gone down as the best receiver in Chicago Bears history. You, you was a dog, man. He was like, pick a team and retire. That's over.
0: I mean, I had an opportunity like two years ago. Why not? It's just my mentality.
1: Why is that? But your, Chicago, are you a receiver? The, the
0: Denver, that, the Denver Broncos, because they drafted me, gave me the opportunity. I wish I had a better relationship with the Denver Broncos, but it's so long ago. But anyway, I would say the Denver Broncos. Really? Good. Yeah, the Denver Broncos.
1: Told you. See. And. and yeah, him and Jay forces
0: forced his way
2: forces way out of Denver. Remember, he the ball. in yeah. Denver? That was so yeah. funny. Philby jo- Phil kicked him out of Miami. <laughs> For real? He,
1: hey,
2: yeah. He didn't want to coach. What happened? He couldn't have coach. You know what? I I listened to a Devon Best podcast this recently. He was Devon, talking about where is Devon at, man? He's he's in Arizona. He's doing great. He's okay, doing okay. great. He's 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 handling his mental yeah, health, and it's yeah. and That's I'm so guy. proud of. him. And he was he said. The thing about Brandon was Brandon would say things that everybody else was thinking. Like T.O.? But nobody
0: would dare to say. Like T.O., basically. That statement right there is what made me go seek help. Uh, Ricky Williams was on that team. Yes.
5: So it really, all this,
0: all this, huh? You play with Ricky? All this really happened in year one. Year two, I didn't even talk. Year 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 two, I didn't even talk. They thought I was on medicine. I would be so zen and so zoned out. Um, and just focus. I'll be sitting there concentrating, and I call it gazing. It's this practice called gazing, and people just think I was the weirdest person. Never talk year two. Year one, outside of one incident with Vontae, year one is where everything happened, and I remember just like being so frustrated and struggling on and off the field. I walked up to Ricky Williams one day. Now, Ricky this is a dude that walked away from millions and went to what Australia and lived in a tent. Yeah. My first day, like landing in Miami, signing my contract, he just premiered "Run Ricky Run," so I walk in there and I'm seeing this dude go from living in a tent to now being this one of the most amazing guys I've been around, right? And that continued throughout that first year and the, 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 the two years I was in Miami. In that in that film. He's talking to this doctor at McLean Hospital, and I just remember, dang, that's the doctor that the NFL sent me to when I was playing for the Denver Broncos, and I don't—they sent me to Boston, Waltham, Massachusetts for one day just to do an evaluation. He just talked to me, and then she went right back to Denver. So fast forward throughout the end of the year, I go up to Ricky one day because I'm struggling with Devon said. I said, Ricky, I said, you think I got? You think I'm bipolar? Yeah, for I was like, you think I'm bipolar? I'm going to Ricky because it's the first time I'm ever associating somebody with mental health. I just watched this Run Ricky Run, and he said, "No, Brandon, I don't think you're bipolar. I just think you say the things that we all sh- want to say but shouldn't say." <laughs> yeah. so say
1: that again. Every, every, that's how he sound, yeah, <laughs> you sound, bro. You sound like
0: Michael Jackson, bro. Damn, really? everybody yeah, everybody. Talk
3: low like that. No, no, yeah. that's
0: how you talk. Yeah. That's how, yeah. I, that's
1: nah, how I tell Ricky talk. Get man,
3: you
0: bro. off, bro. No, but that, but that's that, so I say that story because it's interesting. I know it was long-winded, but
2: that... One of the things I I always learn about dealing with athletes, especially athletes of your caliber level, it don't matter what y'all doing. Y'all could be playing Uno. You're going to do it competitively.
3: Yeah, because I don't want to pay for that that meal.
2: (laughs) But you want to win. You'll be playing dominoes. There's a different level of competitiveness with athletes that most humans don't have. There's a different level of, of goal striving, and achieving that athletes, and the thing is, too many of them can't shift that from athleticism to the second stage of life. Like nobody lived better than Chad because Chad lives life to maximize every damn minute, moment, second. And that's that's his goal, am I wrong? Yeah, you're right. And he's like, you know, Chad is having fun today, every single day. And that's 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 where he is. And he finds other routes, like you say a mule uh, for the cartel. And, 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 and you, your, I, I give you praise because whatever you want to achieve, you put your mind towards it and you go to it. And it doesn't matter what you want to do. Not a lot of people have that. Not a lot of people can do that. Now you got a lot
0: of resources, but it don't matter what
2: There's the goal is. Thing,
1: yeah.
0: You can figure out a way to get there, and you'll get there. Well, it goes back to what you're saying, and that's like the things that made us great in sports. You know, we should take those same attributes,
3: assets. I want that. I want what Brandon got. Like what you just said at the end. What? The resources. He got the Where well, I got the resources, but he got a foundation. Like, you. yeah. Like I need that. Yeah. Like I need, I, I yearn for that. Yeah. Well, from 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 here to here to here to here to here, Look, having fun. That's my problem. I need to stop having well, so much fun. Like I want what he got. Well, well, no, love, me? slow down. Wait, no, we're not recording. This is no. the whole, That's a whole other show. No, we we can't. Just we, they recording now. Wait, they we go... are. No, but I'm just talking normally. No, 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 like, no they recording. No, what I'm saying no. to you is child, like child. you say you want what I got. Yeah, but no, like, like I, I think no, like, I, I think, like, I, I, think like, I want what you got.
0: No, but but here's but 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 we gotta be careful. What? because the reality is right like I'm still evolving as a man right you know so, what I'm saying so, am so I. but but I've been so to your point what you just talked about so like goal oriented and driven to do this one thing and I haven't in the, in my career I could have done so much more I, as far as in my marriage in my relationship and now all I did is took that same energy and put it into business and I'm not trying to do another ten years like that. So I, I'm I'm saying, for me, no, it ain't always sweet, right? Like is, I, mean, I know that, I, yeah. But it's it's a it's a fight, man. Like marriage is a fight. It, you know what I mean? And no question about it. it. It it it's always work you got to do, and you always got to evolve. And, and
2: the thing is, as we grow, I learned this from my first failed marriage. As we age and we grow, the person that I am. At 30, is completely different than the person that I am at 40. And, and the same thing with my first and the same thing yeah. with now my second marriage. You have to grow together and you have to evolve together, but you have to want to fight for each other. And sometimes it's not worth it to fight for that person. You got to find that right person to fight for. Like, I know I knew I was ready because I couldn't see my life without that, like that individual. Right. Yeah. And because they make my life better. Now, it's not easy.
0: because You know, day- well, so, you know, he about to, he about, he wiped up now. So, you know how he knew when it was time? When he put down the video games for her. That's
3: what he said. Yeah, we
0: had this conversation. It was a big conversation about marriage. Oh, you, you would have crushed that conversation. That's when he knew it was, she was the one.
3: I don't, I don't answer for my own kids. Like gaming means that much. Gaming pays my bills. Like, that, that covers my overhead. Like, that's how important <laughs> that is. And for me to pause when there really is no damn pausing because it's online. I'm streaming, and I'm, I'm stopping, and man. I got thousands of people watching. That's, and I'm, a, that's, the, new, that's the new arena. Yeah, man. That's, that,
2: that's the new arena in that's terms it. of gaming. Like, yeah, you can make millions of dollars yeah. being a gamer. I know. And, I, you know. Hey.
3: I know. I like it.
1: Just sitting here thinking, as athletes – You know, we tend to um, we underestimate the power of our influence, but we always overestimate how much time we have. Right. We need to learn to take advantage of the things we can now in the moment. That's our influence as as athletes. Um, And the thing that the time that we overestimate, we have no control of that. At the end of the day, we have no control of that, but we're not always in the moment. So I think every young guy should, and, and us too, we we have to be in the moment. We have to enjoy the moment and take advantage of what we can take advantage of right now. Yet we, we're still visualizing and building, but we have to be able to take advantage of what we can right now. You know, because time isn't it's not on any of our our, it's our not side. Always Just about looking at twenty twenty. Right, it's not always about what next. what's next. You know, you, you want to plan. As they say, if, if you fail to see, plan, see, that's, that's why I commented the way fail, I did. You know,
0: because, you know, like, for 10 years, it was, here's the vision, that's what I'm going after, and then now shifting to the second career
1: business. It's an easier transition. I should have said, yeah, I should have interjected then yeah. with what you were saying then because not all guys are going to look at it that way because they're overestimating they think we can play this game forever. Yeah. You know, think we're going to get paid forever, and they don't plan. They're out there spending $2, 3000000 million a year doing the same old dumb shit that they were doing when the checks were good. And it's not going to always be that way. When you was in the spotlight and it was time for you to make that transition, you was like, wow, I'm here now. You know, you didn't, you didn't flinch, but you was like, damn, you had a, a, a yeah, come yeah, to yeah. Jesus moment, like, yeah, yeah. okay, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. But you were you were prepping.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fred, you went out when your body said I can't be great anymore.
1: That my my head said it before my body said it. Cuz I still could have I felt like I still could go. I was training with Frank Gore. You know, I was training with Maurice Jones. These are the top dogs at that time, but I knew uh Forte, you know, I knew that if I went to train I wasn't shutting it down. So for that whole um, the collective bargaining negotiation off-season, I said, man, I ain't going, I'm, I'm eating Twinkies, I'm eating ice cream. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to get my- I'm trying to stay away from the facility. I ain't going to train. Because if I do, it's- I know what's going to happen. I'm going back for year 14. So really, it was my head forcing me out. My body, I'm like, you know what? I done been through this before. You know, they call me fragile Fred, but I played 13 years. I ain't f- fragile about me. So that, I ain't that never was, heard Fragile Fred, No, no, nah, that that sh- started in Jacksonville. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. But, you know, and I was homegrown. Fred. But but I prove otherwise. The average, we just said the average lifespan three and a half was what, years. three or three and a half? I played 13. I ain't f- fragile
3: about me. I got it in. And Chad, you need a closure. That's it. Everything else was good. I ain't spent no money while I was playing. But 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 what, what he just said, something
0: interesting. My mind went before my body. My first year in New York. That was probably my best year ever. New York. Ten to six season. Yeah yeah oh yeah I ball bro yeah like year ten or whatever like I used to cry before games, cause I couldn't understand like why am I still doing this. And I would go out there and have two touchdowns, 100 yards. That passion wasn't there. Like, I couldn't understand it. Like, I, this is the first time I'm like I felt like, oh, here's the ball. I used to cry, man. My, and, and then I I still played three more years. You know, my mind went before my body, and I still found a way. Your
1: mind was focused on this. I'm sipping. You, you, you tasted this. <laughs> Put that here. <laughs> this tastes like the water that you at the spa. Oh, He, he got the yeah, glass, the, 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 the eco-friendly <laughs> glass. I'm dead ass serious, Jesus, Jesus tears. Hey, listen, man. You put some rose, rose in here or something?
3: <laughs> Boy, what the hell you locked this with? What? Yeah.
1: There's a hint of like Everything rose. Premium. Nah, Everything nah, nah.
3: premium.
1: Everything <laughs> premium. Reverse
0: osmosis. It's alka- alkaline? <laughs> Everything premium, baby. Osmosis.
1: It's fancy, but not for real, though. This is... This ain't for the the show. Yeah. What the f- is
0: in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to fight to get a meal. Yeah. Wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pills. That's why we write to get a deal. He on the team, we gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike, skills, fat. we it riding for the fam. You gotta light the real straight up. But in the past bad, Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I